Welcome to With a Twist, the number one parenting show on the planet. In an era where the majority of children are not asking what they want to be when they grow up, but instead what they want to be when they give up, With a Twist will help you raise hopeful, thriving, engaged, and confident children. Be the parent you've always wanted to be using With a Twist's signature success system. With a Twist is the only parenting podcast that will enable the everyday parent have peace of mind while navigating the school system and life. Give your child the opportunity to thrive instead of just barely survive. And now, the founder of With a Twist, Amber Scotchburn. Hi, it's Amber Scotchburn, and are you ready to get twisted with me today? I wanted to talk to you about your child's key influencers. If you think about it for a moment, our child's key influencers have a great deal of power in forming our children's confidence and the way they see the world. You really want to be super aware of who these key influencers are, as well as the power they hold. Who do you think these key influencers could be? Well, if you've guessed yourself, (laughs) you are right. As I've talked about in past podcasts, children are our mirrors. So if we're seeing certain behaviors in them that we don't appreciate or maybe an attitude in them or certain behaviors that are becoming a pattern that we think, hmm, where did they get that from? Chances are they've either gotten it from us as one of their key influencers or from the other people that could be their key influencers. So I did share a couple stories in last podcasts or past podcasts where I've talked about who some key influencers could be. So I'll share those stories again, and that'll help us illustrate who key influencers are and how they influence us. So I shared a story once about my eldest son when he was young. He was in preschool, and he was cleaning up at home with me. And we had a fairly relaxed system of cleaning up in that I knew if I wanted him to clean up, and I needed to then respect the way he did it, basically. So I would let him mix his bins of toys, and I wouldn't be too concerned about that. Anyways, one day we were cleaning up, and I noticed that he kind of had his hands on his hips, and he was looking at me, making sure I was putting everything in the right bins. So I got very curious as to where he got that from. And it turns out he got it from Christine, (laughs) his preschool teacher. And so I did say to the teacher the next day in a joking fashion, hey, do you put your hands on your hips? And, you know, she got red faced and we had a little bit of a laugh. And she said she thought it was pretty funny because she knew that parents' influences come to school, but she never really thought of her own going home. So it was really interesting to see. He really respected, my son really respected and liked his teacher and was adopting some of her practices. Now, we could not like and respect somebody and we still adopt some of their practices. Um, And this wasn't necessarily a bad practice. I was really happy that he was putting the things in the right bins. (laughs) And it was really nice that it wasn't me who had to tell him that. But really interesting to see one of his key influencers. So basically, as we start to become aware of who else is in our children's lives, we'll see who the key influencers are. So that would be an example of teachers, preschool teachers, daycare providers, um, any adult really that they're going to have a significant connection with above and beyond you. 
This could also be, oh, sorry, and it doesn't even need to be adults, but I'm just thinking of when they're little, it's their adults um, that are around them, but it's also the kids that are around them. It's who ends up becoming their best friends, who are they drawn to, could be favorite family members, could be their coaches. If they're getting tutoring, it could be their tutoring grandparents, right, um, as a favorite family member, or aunts, cousins, um, there's just so many people that could be their core, but basically, whoever is around them is their key influencers. So, some influencers will appreciate, and others not so much, and that leads to really good conversations with your kids. I shared in a different podcast than the one that I shared about my son and his cleaning was that I was at a track and field meet for my youngest son and there's a little guy there and he was playing with his grandparents and he was jumping off the bleachers over and over again and he would ju- he would climb back up and he would say to his grandfather, say no, say no and really say it like almost like angrily, say no. And so the grandfather would say, no, you can't jump off. And then the boy would jump off in a fit of giggles. And this did, he did this, sorry, repeatedly. And then the father came back of the boy, the little boy, and the little boy wanted his sunglasses. And the father said no in a sort of angry way, like not angry, but you know, in a tone. And <laughs> the little boy was like, oh, no, no, no. And giggling, you know, grows to grab the sunglasses and throw them. And so I just thought that was interesting because there was nothing wrong necessarily with the game that the grandpa was playing, but without being aware of what he was teaching the little guy, the little guy thought that that was okay and that 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 was fun, right? And being little, there's not that brain connection to, oh, well, I can do this with me and it's a joke, but I cannot do it with sunglasses or a phone or something like that. So just think about that for a sec. And in relation to how you would explain that. Uh, My eldest used to go to his grandparents quite often and they had way different rules around um, what he could eat and when he could go to bed and some other things. And so I would just have to say to him, well, that's grandpa and grandma's house, or he called them nanny and papa. So that's nanny and papa's house. And in nanny and papa's house, the rules are different than in our house. Um, As I separated from their dad and we were co-parents, same sort of thing. Sometimes I have to say, well, you know what, that's a rule at daddy's house, but it's not a rule at our house. So, or vice versa, really. So key influencers, just being really aware of the effect that they have on your kids. And instead of using it as a contentious point, like, oh, nanny and papa shouldn't do that, or oh, your dad shouldn't do that. Instead, making it different. And I often say to my kids, they're going to have this expansive view of what life can be like because they have their dad's perspective where they live with him and then they have their perspective when they live with me. And so it's going to really give them this very differentiated perspective of what life can look like. And then they get to choose. And again, that's really key to what you want to think of underlying all our key influencers and all your children's key influencers. We want to underlie that with the fact that they can get these different perspectives and there's so nothing wrong with them getting different perspectives. And while we may not appreciate some of their key influencers, we just really want to be mindful of something I've talked about in a different podcast, which is, you know, we may not like their behavior, but we want to still respect the person. So for instance, in my house, what we say, if their dad has different rules that maybe I don't agree with, I would just say something like, well, that's different 
perspective and not put down their dad, but suggest that I don't appreciate the behavior that comes with that. So for instance, a really big difference between our rules is media. We are very strict on our media and um, I feel that that has a lot of benefits to being that way and gives our kids a lot more opportunity for creativity and playing outside and establishing social relationships, etc, etc. And um, their dad has a different perspective. I'm not sure what it is, except that I do know that the kids are allowed to go on media as much as they want. And their bedtime, you know, they could be on media till three in the morning. It doesn't really matter. And so in my perspective, that's not great. So I just talked to my kids about, well, that's a different perspective. And here's my reasoning why. And why do you think that that's an okay perspective for your dad? So they're two different perspectives. Let's talk about it. And again, get curious with your kids, as I've said (laughs) through all my podcasts. What do they think about that? What do they think they would do when they have children? And sometimes that can be a really foreign concept for them, but it does give them the perspective of, hmm, maybe I need to think about myself in making these decisions. And that's where we want them to be right? As they get older, they're going to have more key influencers in their lives, and we may not be as close to who they are. And so we have to really trust that we've instilled in our kids a sense of not necessarily right or wrong, but a sense of curiosity and a sense of them being aware that they're making a choice that has consequences. So instead of saying right or wrong, because when they do get older, that can be swayed. If you've said something's wrong and somebody can convince them that's right, you've, you've kind of lost the point. But if you say to them, in any decision you make, there's going to be a negative consequence and a positive consequence. In any decision, very simple decision, I'm going to wear a blue shirt today and I'm going to get compliments because my eyes are blue. I'm going to wear a blue shirt today and it's actually red shirt day at school so therefore people are like well why did you wear a blue shirt and that could be a negative consequence so i'm just giving you something light but every single consequence sorry every single decision we have has a consequence and if you teach your kids right or wrong in terms of the key influencers in their lives they could be easily convinced out of that but if you teach them that okay well you're going to stand in your shoes and you're going to make a decision you have to be able to live with the consequences of that decision. And you need to think about what they might be and be super aware, super conscious of what you're doing. Another tactic you could take is just that, as I've mentioned, different perspectives, right? So they could have that conversation with a friend or key influencer who's suggesting maybe something that they don't want to do. And they could get curious with their key influencer. They could compare well, what's my key influencer saying? The kind of the pros are and the cons are. What do I think the pros and cons are? Maybe I'll talk to a couple other people that I trust and are role models to me and see what they think the pros and the cons are. Children are going to start to formulate who they want to be. And so you want to really get them to be clear that it's their choice. And so I'm hoping I'm being clear on that because really right or wrong can be swayed and debate it and then maybe they'll change their mind over something that you might think is a core value that they should have. So instead, if you teach them to make decisions based on their core values, they're going to be in a much better position. They're armed with knowledge and they can choose to accept 
behaviors from others then or not. And again, teaching them, well, maybe they do have a key influencer in their life that they really do love and appreciate. And maybe that key influencer is making some choices or decisions that they feel is wrong, that your child feels is wrong. And instead of your child judging them, again, they can look at separating the behavior from the person. So I really love my aunt, Carol. I don't enjoy when my aunt Carol drinks too much. I'm going to love my aunt Carol. And when she drinks too much, I'm going to necessarily, sorry, I'm going to not necessarily be around her as much. And so therefore you can still love the person and not like the behavior. And once your children grow up and start talking to people more, then you know what? If that's their favorite aunt Carol, then that can allow them to have a conversation with their aunt Carol about that. I would suggest when their Aunt Carol is sober <laughs> um, and and explore that and get curious with Aunt Carol, right? And again, it's perspectives. It's giving them different perspectives. It's giving them the perspective that they can look at that and say, hmm, well, maybe I don't want to do that when I grow up because I don't really like the way Aunt Carol is acting. Interesting point that I learned in social work. If we have parents that are abusive um, of, you know, physically sort of thing or um, abusive of alcohol, we have a tendency to be more like that. And I thought that was the strangest thing because if my parents, you know, if I grew up, I always thought in a house it was abusive, I would think that that was wrong and I wouldn't do that. If I grew up in a house with parents that were alcoholics, why would I turn to alcohol as a solution? Because I've already seen that that's not good. However, missing a key point is that that's the, that person, that child's norm. So, Everybody that's an influencer around your child ends up becoming their norm. So have them be very aware that that's their norm, but that that they can question it. And that because that's their norm, it doesn't necessarily mean that that's what they have to do. When in um, working with kids over the past 20 plus years, I've seen several examples of this. And I've seen several examples where uh, you could take two siblings from a family and one sibling doesn't go down that path of, you know, alcoholic parents. However, they do kind of experiment with it and could very easily have went down that path if another key influencer in their life, so not their parent, is saying there is a different way to be. There is a different way to handle problems or what to do at the end of the day with your hands when they're idle or, you know, if you're stressed. There are different ways to get stress out than having a drink. But they would need a different key influencer to say, hey, there's a different normal. So, you know, I sometimes think to myself, what am I doing to my kids and having them be co-parented and live between two houses? And am I messing them up? <laughs> and I think, well, you know what? They're just getting different perspectives early on. And as long as I'm being open with them and we're talking about it and they realize there's consequences to any action, it's going to be okay. And so I invite you to think that for your kids too. They're going to have these key influencers, especially as they get to be more teenagers and they want to be separated from you. Um, although if you listen to a past podcast, when kids are teenagers, we need to really make sure we're spending quality time with them. But aside from that, they're going to want to spend quality time with other key influencers, their friends. And so my version of that is, Keep their friends, 
extremely close. And how I do that is I make our house, hopefully anyway, a house where their friends can come. Whether that means you have to buy extra food or, you know, you have to deal with some noise disruption or things not being orderly in the house. I think who cares? Because at least they're here and I get to know them. I get to be a key influencer in their life. I get to help them form decisions and form their personalities. And I'd so much more prefer that than having my child be influenced somewhere else where I just am not aware of what's going on. So I'm okay to deal with the negative consequences, if you will, of having kids over that necessarily aren't mine (laughs) and aren't going to be following my rules and stuff because I want to get to know who their key influencers are. I am so grateful that you're listening to this and would love to hear your feedback and what other podcasts and topics I can do for you that are going to be helpful. So again, thank you so much for listening. I appreciate it. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are around the world. Great to have you with me today at With a Twist. Please don't forget to give me a five-star rating on iTunes. That would be much appreciated. As well as follow me on Facebook at Amber Scotchburn. Thanks so much.